Welcome back. Hello. Uh, we are here and we are live. For and we are guys. Mm-hmm. We're alive and we're guys. Two men. Two men. Uh, please. Uh, Both know, of us I, guys. I, I check in on the Discord every now and then. Uh, and some of you have asked, uh, when are third mic auditions happening? And I want to say that the only way you can get to third, even just to make the audition list, is to change your subscription on the Patreon to fifty dollars a month, and then, uh, and then we will put you in a big like a put your name in the hat, put your names in the hat. Yeah, it's a big hat, but it's you a can. Big hat. It's a ten so hat. you've it's you gotta. There's no guarantees, mm-hmm. but no guarantees I will say, baseball. it's a lot like a raffle. Mm-hmm. And you know, raffles are where you, you know, you still might not pick a, a winner from a raffle. No. Yeah. Sometimes nobody you, wins you, the lottery. Yeah. Somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this that's what this is. It's a lottery um, because we make a lot of money doing this, and we're really uh, good at it too. Jake, Jake, and, I'll, I'll add something. Mm-hmm. I'd say you take any lottery jackpot in the world. This $50 a month giving it to us, mm-hmm. I'd say it's a better investment. I'd say it's a better sure. reward. Sure. sure. Than B- because th- you never know. You could be the third Pendejo one day. Yeah. With the lottery, what do you, what do you get? Hundred. Your life changes for the better. You get $580 million. You know, you can, like, pay off your debt. So that, that stuff, it's temporary. But uh, to be third Mike on a podcast that makes $680 a month, that's forever. Hundred and seventy patrons, and you know, with uh, so we don't look at the numbers. Jake does. <laughs> I didn't. Um, <laughs> I. Uh, if you think that we're planning to use this income, which um, Jake could be stealing some of it, I wouldn't know. I don't care. <laughs> um, if you think I'm planning anything other than a truck payment. Without taking insurance into account, well, you, you're wrong about that. Because we're not going to use this to make our life actually better. Uh, no, we're going to find Jake is going to buy a two hundred dollar steak the mm-hmm. first day of the month. Blow it all. Yeah. I uh, some a friend. Okay, so it's not one friend of mine. It's you know how big Robin Hood. Is. Oh, so you got you got multiple friends. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. You're awesome, dude. Well. Dude, you're so cool. <laughs> yeah, I have 58 friends. Yeah. Uh, so they're all like, hey, so you should take your podcast money, man, uh, and you should invest it. You should. Uh, do you do Robinhood or like cash, like you invest on Cash App? And I have told everyone in the, every single time, I'm like, look, I'm honest with myself because I respect myself a lot and I love myself so much. I am not a smart money investor guy. I am a consumer through and through, dude. I only want to buy shit I don't need. I want to buy guitar pedals. I want to buy a 9mm. I want to buy other guitars. I just want to buy food. Like, I want to go to nice dinners with the girlfriend. I want to buy, like, you know, a better sound system for my car. Like, I don't even... I don't want to make money work for me. I have no desire to do that. And they're like, well, you're not stupid, and you have the money now, so you should do it. I'm like, no, I don't want to. Like, I literally do not have no desire to... And I don't just want to be financially stable. And I'm like, dude, 100%. And they're like, okay, so why don't you like make smart money moves? And I'm like, no. Like, why would it? <laughs> no. Like, that's the... Then they're like, okay, so 
you understand fundamentally that you're bad with money, you can't keep money, you blow it as soon as you get it, and you know that investing the podcast money, which you only would use for like stakes or like stupid shit, it's free money. All you guys do is talk shit for two hours a week. You could have like a solid portfolio if the podcast keeps going, you know. Like it could really help you. And I'm like, dude, I understand that. Like on a fundamental level, I understand that. But I reject doing that because I love buying shit. And they're like, dude, you're retarded. Like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I, I guess. I'm sorry, dude. And then, like, by the way, these friends of mine, they're not making huge plays. They're not even making their money. <laughs> like, they yeah. talk as though, like, they've been doing They've been doing it for, like, three weeks, and they're, like, they put, like, you know, $300 in some, like, you know, It's so, like, dude, you could, you could turn in a matter of s- six weeks, you could turn $3,500 into $3,558. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe $2,100. It'll be or one of those outcomes. For example, um, I made three dollars off Bitcoin the other the other week. I bought hundred and fifty dollars in, and I turned it into a hundred and fifty three dollars. Guys like me can do that pretty much any given day. I can find myself um, what is that a two percent something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not doing. I'm not moving the decimals. I'm not figuring that out for myself. What's What's funny is, even though admitting all of this, uh, I, and I do this with like, uh, I also do this in different chats or like different, like, uh, like group text messages, like outside of Twitter. People mm. will add me to like two types of groups: investing and then like, uh, like lifting groups. Like talk about like form and like, you know, like uh, dieting and shit, and. Uh, I don't take any of those things very seriously. Like, sure, I've like an invention, but it's like with the with the lifting thing, I have terrible form because my joints suck, and I don't really want to learn how to have proper form. I'm sorry. And they're like, you know, people send videos. It's like, here's how you do like a clean and jerk real well, or like a split. But I'm like, that's cool, man. And they're like, do you want to send me one of yours? I'm like, nope, because uh, I know I'm doing it wrong because all my shit hurts. Uh, but I just have bad joints because my genetics suck, and I've been doing jujitsu forever knees are fucked up and I'm like oh, okay well do you want to get better no okay so why are you in this chat you added me <laughs> I don't know I didn't even really want to be here uh, same thing goes with the investing chest like alright I gotta put on uh, this uh, cannabis thing cause federal legalization's coming and, and you're gonna want to short sell Jake what have you been trading and I'm like I have been eating kratom like a lot uh, cause I've been having like cravings for drugs and I've been jacking off quite a bit too and they're like this is a stock chat I'm like you added me man <laughs> you, added, like, you added a guy who I guess because you think that maybe you think I'm funny on the internet and I'm not an idiot that I would be into this stuff but I'm not I, I literally don't care same thing with video I suck at video games people are like hey do you want to hop on a game of warfare with us no I don't the only people I'll play warfare with is like you and my friends from back home because it's just I have no competitive nature really with those games. It's just like I'm gonna drive a truck around for about an hour and then I'm gonna blow myself up with a mine. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, I don't care. No, yeah, that's why it's. I'm like always hesitant to play video games with people who don't like know me well mm-hmm. because it's like 
I, I don't know how you approach it, you know. Yeah. Uh, I if if you're someone who wants to win, I respect that. I admire you for that. I will not um, help you no. do that. You know, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I will look and see. I'll look for the biggest trash can in the game. See if I can find. I'll look and see. You know, if they have chickens in the game. Mm-hmm. If they have dogs, if so, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try and shoot them. Mm-hmm. I always try and hunt down animals in games. I look for the bit. I got like a hole in the game that if the graphics are rendered as such that I can get in the hole, like a big hole, like if it's a yeah, crater, yeah. it's just a graphics crater, you know, like it's made to look like a bomb crater or something. Well, I will see if I can actually like. Will it clip me out of the game if I try? Like, will it? Is there a wall there that's invisible, or can I actually go in the hole? Can I play in the hole? Uh, like, can I fire my gun into it? Can I blow it up? Stuff like that. Um, yeah. And it's very like it. I think uh, a couple guys like I played. I remember I played PUBG with a couple guys like a while back, like during the summer. And like I told them, I'm like, I need you guys to understand that I'm. I'm not even. Some people I think that are like moderately good or real good at video, really good at video games. When you say I'm not good, they think you're like you're you're being like a humble brag guy. Like they yeah. think it's like you know like they're thinking oh so if you're saying you're not good you're probably like okay. And so I have to preface each time I play with people when I say I'm not good I'm not doing one of those things where like oh man I suck at Smash Bros and then you just wash everybody. Just three stuff. Just fucking fuck everybody. Yeah. No, I am yeah. dog shit. I can't play any video game. Yeah, I don't mean I'm bad in a competitive setting. I mean I'm in mm-hmm. the, like the fifth percentile for players worldwide. Yeah, I yeah I if if that's yes that if that I probably <laughs> yeah probably it's lower probably. Yeah, I that's what I hate about like um, stuff like Counter Strike is because. See, going in, I had the excuse for myself. You've got guys who've been playing this basically their whole life. It's an old game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll see guys who have, like, 15-year badges. I'm like, wow, Mm -hmm. that's crazy. And then I'll get killed. Like, I'll get sniped, and I'm like, wow, that was a crazy play. Like, that's Mm -hmm. probably some, like, 40-year-old dude who's been doing it forever. And then through Mm -hmm. the voice channel thing, it's like... An eight-year-old, like an eight-year-old Honduran kid's voice cackling at me. Yeah. Because I'm like, all right, cool, that's sick, man. Um, and then I'll just like turn my computer off and go walk around in the yard for a while. um, Like split screen, like at the house. Uh, Some people, a lot of a lot of my close friends know this about me. Maybe some people from Twitter. When I like do like get in the mode where I want to play video games and I want to actually mm-hmm. try to be good but I lose or fuck up I will straight up cock my right hand back and rock my own shit like three or four times I've been doing it since I was a kid like if I were to lose a Tony Hawk like I didn't get the right goals or whatever I've been doing it since I was eight years I don't know where it came from I never really had a physically abusive house I will just beat the dog shit out of myself and so I remember we had like a Smash Bros tourney with some people from college who I knew and that knew I did mm-hmm. this. These are my best friends. But there was also like 20 or 25 people there who did not know. Right? And it's even if you know me, it's a profoundly weird thing to see a grown man do. It's kind of yeah. scary and pretty weird. It's like uh, if, you, if you know, you, they know you have Asperger's or whatever. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. 
Well, that doesn't even make it normal. Mm, yeah. Because then, then, then they don't know how far you're going to take it, you know? Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even they know I have like a, I don't have an anger thing. It's just like I, I'm no, I well, yeah. well, yeah, probably, yeah. I It's like, it's like, dude, I don't actually have any problems, dude. I just, anytime I get like uh, gum on my shoe, I'll like throw a cinder block through like a, a storefront. <laughs> yeah, I'll kick a kid like in the head. Yeah. Like, uh, I'll just find anyway, a stroller and start breaking it into smaller pieces. <laughs> like snapping each leg over my head. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, so we were having this smash journey, and I'm like, I'm having one of the nights where I'm like, I, I, I play fucking Kirby, and I'm having a good night, and, uh, you know, we get to like, it's very half-assed, we got kind of like a, a notebook paper college rule, like little bracket or whatever, and, uh... I just, it's like, you know, one-on-one, one, we're close, it's not last life, we're like, you know, we're all fucked up. I get just shot off screen, and I had been drinking and doing a little blow, and I didn't think about it. I did not think about it, and I just, like, I just screamed, like, a bunch of, I was like, fuck shit, ah! and I, like, I take my right hand, and I hit myself as hard as I possibly could from a sitting-down angle, like, six or seven times. Like, I, it, like, I got kind of dizzy. And everyone is sitting in the living room, like on lawn chairs. We're all having a good time. People were passing bongs, passing blunts. It was all laughter up until you just heard, mm-hmm. and then it just silence. It, but I, I was in my head when I, I wasn't thinking about it, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Fuck!" And I look around, and my friend Frankie's looking at me, my roommate. And he's like, "Jake, man, come on, dude!" <laughs> and everyone's just like, like, like guys like. Guys, girlfriends, like, because guys don't understand it at all, really, anyway. Some guys, some crazy guys might, weirdos. Women specifically don't, I feel like, because they were like, babe, we gotta go, like, <laughs> we need to go, like, now. And I was like, man, guys, I'm sorry. Sometimes I just, like, I beat the fuck out of myself. And I <laughs> and it was not, I should have just gone outside, but I was like, yeah, sometimes I just do that. And they were like, you know, obviously the, the response in their head, I'm sure, was, you've done this more than once. <laughs> like, this yeah, wasn't yeah. just, like, a, a you know. Uh, and no. it's gotten, I've gotten better about it as I've gotten older. But, like, by that I mean it only happens once. A, it shouldn't happen at all. <laughs> it happens maybe, like, once a month now or something. I did it the other day playing Assassin's Creed. Uh no, uh, any I have a I've always had this thing where it's uh, with my chin. I have these like two like nerves that like cross over or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not like uh, you know something serious. It's just like a genetic thing. But anytime I have a lot of adrenaline going, my chin starts wiggling like I'm about to cry. Mm-hmm. And so I'll be like really mad, mm-hmm. like ready to fight, and my chin we'll start doing that like really aggressively and it's like yeah. hard to talk it's not like it's not like a little the thing it's, it's it's like my whole muscles. chin okay it's like i have a hard time talking because of it oh, okay. and um so sometimes it uh whenever in like fifth grade dude it started doing it like all day mm-hmm. it would do it for like two weeks at a time yeah and so now that's like if i'm in public or something and something makes me mad and my chin starts wiggling, I get so much more mad because of it. Because it, I know, I know it looks like I'm about to cry. Yeah. I'm just and like, I'm not. You just got and then, in traffic or something. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm thinking about crying. Not yeah. like I'm thinking like I should cry. I'm like, 
Dude, in this situation, like, what if you cried? That'd, like, be so lame. And then I... Anyway, it's a similar situation where I just... I, I don't even know. I'm, I don't know how to... I've, like... I just told this on a podcast. It's not like we have a ton of listeners, but it's like... I've told therapists this, you know? like, mm-hmm. And they're like, so we should probably, like... We had other stuff that we should have worked on, and we're going to start working on this one now. <laughs> like this, <laughs> we were going to like talk about the other shit, and, but this one just got moved like right to the top of the fucking list. Yeah. Because you can't be doing that. Like they're like, you do this in public, because they were like, you know, I remember one. This lady was like, you know, I've heard of, you know, it's like patient co- patient client confidentiality or whatever. She's like, this is a pretty common thing to do in private. And I was like, no, I'll do it at fucking Bucky's, dude. I'll do it at Walmart. <laughs> like I and she was like. All right, uh, so we gotta like get that under control because if you're in a public place and you're you know you're not a jacked up guy but you're kind of a you know tall kind of whatever big dude if you have to understand like you know put yourself in a in a mother of three's kids and they're in line at Waterburger and your card declines and you pull another one out and that one declines and you three piece yourself trying to get a, a honey butter chicken biscuit you're scaring that woman you're scaring their children <laughs> like you yeah so and I was like yeah so like what can I do to help to stop it and she's like don't do it and I'm like no alright well then we're just gonna move on <laughs> because like it, I need to figure out like why it is I do that this, I, I have no I still lose a day yeah I, I'm bad about I don't do anything to that extent but if if I'm ever at like a, if I'm, this is specifically when I'm pumping gas, mm-hmm. in my head I'm completely alone, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's back, because I'm at my own little booth. In your world, yeah. But if, if the card reader gives me any trouble, I will just yell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Half the time I don't have a shirt on or anything, and I, <laughs> but it, and, and I, it'll like, dude, card readers are very difficult to understand for me sometimes especially at gas pumps because like some of them you just leave your card in there basically till it's yeah. over yeah and others like you gotta do like a quick in and out type thing and then some of them it's like somewhere in between yeah and you're a busy guy you're yeah. like me mm-hmm. um you don't have time to deal with that mm-hmm. for more than i don't know one second yeah yeah and that's and that's just like i'll i'll wait in line for like 30 minutes for a piece of pizza but I will not wait 10 seconds to figure out how, how a gas station card reader works it's just it's one of those things that like I, I cannot I have zero patience for I was at work you, go ahead sorry it's like you I, I the whole point of me pumping my own gas is that it's like more efficient you know yeah. and now I have to be doing like I, now I'm a, now I'm an accountant for this gas station it's company. It's your zip code, it's your PIN number, it's your fucking, you gotta pull it out at the right yeah. moment. Oh, yeah, let me be the Matrix now. Mm-hmm. Let me be, I I don't remember the movie. Let me be Keanu Reeves right now. <laughs> Mr. Matrix. Doing Seinfeld personal grievances about, like, getting gasoline that we can, like, in our car. Yeah, <laughs> this isn't even me being clever. This is me saying, I am too dumb to be doing these everyday Basic things. Basic human tasks. I'm not better than the guy at the deli. The guy at the deli is too much like smarter than me. Yeah, he's and I cannot genius. cope with it. Oh, look at this tomato sliced scientist. 
mm-hmm. giving me trouble. Uh, when I was at, I had a, one of the restaurant jobs I had, our soda machine was old, uh, and they would bring a person out to like half-ass fix it every few months, but sometimes it would just straight like not spray, like the CO2, whatever, it would just spray, it would just drip syrup or whatever. And so I was like super in the weeds, and I was super overworked, it had been a long shift, uh, I was hungover, and uh, like I got sat at a big table, and I'm trying to get all their kids Dr. Peppers and soda, whatever the fuck. And uh, it starts doing that shit, and I'm too busy. I am too fucking busy to either have the manager get the maintenance guy in or whatever. And no one seems to be trying to fix it. I don't know. I, don't, I guess people were just serving syrup. So I look around, dude, and uh, I don't really look around all that much. But I just like boom, boom, boom. Like I think I hit it like five or six times as hard as I could. Got pure anger. I dented the. It's like shitty cheap sheet metal. Like I was just like clearly some guy punched the fuck out of it. Yeah. And I was like, <sighs> and again, I was not alone. It was a busy restaurant kitchen full of like nineteen-year-old you know, hostesses, community college, and <laughs> Mexican cooks that are just like, I don't think you know, like they're doing their thing, and again, just silence. All you can hear is the hissing of the fryer and fucking. And my manager rounds the corner, and I guess he saw like I guess he saw me do it. Cause he was like, "Hey man, uh, what the f- like? Get the fuck back here, dude!" And he like pulls me in the back, and I'm like, "Dude, I'm just fucking." He's like, "All right, man. So when something's broken, uh, we don't beat the fuck out of it here, cause." You know, that's not how you fix stuff. And, uh, you know, he's, like, talking to me. He's like, if that's broke, you're going to fucking pay for it, blah, 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 blah. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. Anyway, uh, he was going to send me home, but I was like, all right, just let me get these drinks out. You transfer the table, and then you can send me home, whatever. I walk back over the thing, and <laughs> it worked. <laughs> like, I fonzied <laughs> it. Like I, guess, like, I guess I, like, whatever the CO2 tube was loose or whatever, yeah. like, I punched it, and it started to work. And I, I, I was like, hey, it's working now. And he kind of, like, he... He looked at me like, dude, I'm just gonna, like, I'm gonna fire you. <laughs> like, it, dude, like, you're, you're fired. Like, I don't even know what to say to you. Like, you weren't supposed to tell me, hey, man, it works. You're supposed to be like, yes, sir, I'll never do it again, sir. But I just, I don't know, dude. I, I, I was at my end <laughs> with the machine that, like, probably all I had to do realistically was bend down, tighten the little knob, and then just run it for a bit and let the CO2, like, charge back up. Mm-hmm. But no, my, my immediate response was, bing, 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 bing. Uh, and uh, yeah, and I think you know I, I I don't know why that's my intuitive response to anything, yeah. but it, it's just it is. I don't know, folks. If you've ever punched anything, uh, let us know. Yeah, let us know in the DMs. Uh, you know what's weird is I was never a sheet. I was never a punch a hole in the wall guy. Like I was never one of those teenage kids. And never my door, never my wall, anything. Uh, but like soda machines, my own head, uh, my car, my steering wheel. Um, like I I always did that with my car. Yeah. I about broke my wrist one time because uh, I just I just absolutely punched. I think I don't know. I don't remember if it was the side of my car, just like my door, or mm-hmm. if. Oh, you know what I did? I hammer fisted my roof. Like a caveman. Okay. I don't remember what it was over. But it, like, it made, like, not like hail damage. It was, like, the sort of dent where you, like, stand on a car. Yeah. And it, like, the, dents in. The but then you metal, can. Like, yeah. Yeah, but then, like, you can just pop it back. If you get inside and go. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a situation at hand. It wasn't, like, uh, you know, an anvil landed on it. You know, 
That would have been cool. Uh, you know. I have these, uh, super off topic. Uh, I have like a list of articles I bookmarked on my phone. Yeah, man, nobody cares about that. Yeah, I know they don't. <laughs> 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 They're like. <laughs> Not one person. Personal life, brother, that gives a fuck about you. <laughs> dude, you suck. And man, I've been thinking about this all week, dude. I got some bookmarks. Uh. <laughs> it's just, uh, this, uh, <laughs> this episode, you're like, man, I don't know how card readers work. And I'm like, yeah, I like to read articles. <laughs> yeah, you can't be making me look. I mean, I guess I'm the one doing it. No, it's not. They're not even smart articles. Yeah. They're literally so... When I'm in a bad mood, they're just funny pieces of news that were no, he, in a serious way. It's um, And my number one one right now, it's been my number one for two and a half years. I don't know if you know about this one. So Jared Fogel, Subway Jared, uh, yeah. American, American War Hero. Uh, he He's a good was, guy. He was thrown in the hole in uh, prison. That's one way to put it. Yep. He was not only writing, like, because of the nature of his crimes, like he's not supposed to be writing horny letters to his to anyone outside of prison. Uh, I guess terms of his sentencing or whatever, because they don't really give a fuck. I guess otherwise. But anyway, he was sending sexy letters to a girl outside of jail. But he also, on college-ruled notebook paper with the red margins and blue lines, traced a picture of his soft wiener and nutsack, like put it on the paper, and traced it. And the the article had a picture of it. Like, the tone of the article was very serious. Like, can you believe what this sex criminal is doing? It was a real piece of news. But the whole thing read like a fucking cartoon. And at the very end of the article, you could see that, I guess, the warden for evidence had laid it all out. And among the notes and letters was like three or four hand-drawn images of like a soft C-shaped thing. And then, (laughs) like, two nuts. Were they like, have any like veins on there? Have what? Uh, veins. Vans? Veins. Oh no, no, it was no, dude. It was like a crude, like a, like the way that you would start drawing penises and like for it was just literally a W, and then like a little cylinder attached to it. <laughs> like it was not a. So there, he didn't use like cross hatching or anything. No, he didn't. He didn't do little pubes. He didn't do any of the X vein. He didn't do the vein down the middle. It was a terrible, terrible piece of art. But they threw him in the hole for like a month for it. And I, I, it made me laugh so hard because I was like, okay, like, you're sending this horn, this letter to this lady, this horny letter. Mm-hmm. You don't even draw a good pecker. You just, tra- like, you put your nuts and penis on a piece of notebook paper and you trace it like you're in third grade. Like, yeah. And you're. And then they threw him in the hole for that. Come on, dude. You should do it. The crime and the punishment should be commensurate or correlated or whatever the fuck word I'm looking for. That's a shitty dick. You don't got to throw the man in the hole for a fucking month, you know? Maybe if he had done some detail. Yeah. Uh, that's just... How? How? As, as the great Malcolm X once said <laughs> in a reaction video... Yeah, that brother's starving. Um, that... And the thing is... Uh, if you're... If you're gonna, like, do that... 
you should make it take up like the whole piece of notebook yeah, paper because who's gonna know who's gonna know man what this this nine-year-old i assume it's like getting a letter from santa and, <laughs> you know you get a letter from santa and he says here's what you're getting for christmas like a couple pairs of jeans you know you want santa to exaggerate it yeah, you you're want getting, you're getting the BB gun, you're getting the fucking RC car, you're getting the yeah. But instead, mm-hmm. Levi's um, and socks. Uh, you could you could even say this type of present that you get in the mail is maybe even worse than a lump of coal for a lot of kids. Um, do to unto others as you. <laughs> As due to you. this man, um, due to who he is, um, uh, yeah. me, and this is an opinion that Jake does not agree with me on, <laughs> I don't think he's a good guy. Yeah, I think he was wrongfully accused. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> See... It was a huge setup. You can't, you, here's the thing. You can't buy hotel rooms like you used to. No, you can't. People get... People get People are weird about it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they want you to like sign stuff. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> Let's say um, you say your name is you know Jose yeah. San Jacinto or something like that. A lot of times the clerk won't believe you anymore. Yeah. Um, I I told. Uh, I remember I once told a, a hotel clerk in Baton Rouge that my name was. Uh, Cerebro palsy, and I'm st- I still can't go to Marriott in there. Now you know you, you have you have to be 21 to get a hotel now. For the yeah, most part. because uh, I don't even know. Why. It's because of him. Ah, uh, for Cerebro palsy. No, no, it's because of of, of of Jared. Really? I thought it was like no. A, I thought it was I made that up. If you're super, like a cool guy, um, you can do whatever you want. But if you're, yeah. Well, yeah. <clears throat> uh, it's not unless you're uh, accompanied by a nine-year-old, it said. That, yeah. This <laughs> reminds me of that, whatever that Sasha Baron Cohen thing he was doing a while back where he went to that hotel in Las Vegas in character as like an Israel, like a Mossad Israel guy. Yeah, he, yeah. He was like, you know, I have a, a boy that I need to dispose of. He said this to a bellhop, and the bellhop's like, huh. Like, without even questioning if it was a sting, was like, yeah, I could probably make that happen for you. Like, if you got the money. And Sasha Baron Cohen's like, oh, well, can you get me... Like, he just wanted, I guess, to see how long... Yeah. And he was like, can you get me another one for tonight? And he was like, yeah, how old? (laughs) He's like, no older than, like, 11 or 12. And the bellhop's like, yeah, give me, like, three hours. And then they handed that information over to the FBI, and the FBI was like, yeah, we're not interested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and so there he was like, I need you to understand, this guy wasn't a paid actor. Uh, he wasn't in on the bit. Um, he didn't, he just knew I was a, I, he, he thought I was a wealthy, well-to-do Israeli businessman uh, that worked for the government, and I was in the penthouse, and he offered to not only, like, dispose of a child's body, but to get me a new one <laughs> in three hours, so... Maybe hey. you should look into this guy. Yeah, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, they say. 
Yeah, they do. They say stuff like that. Yeah, they say stuff like that all the time. Mm-hmm. I actually had um, a similar situation. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. What happened? Oh, uh, one of one of my friends went to Las Vegas. <laughs> what happened? Is that no, they just uh, nothing. They just it was just for a birthday, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. But it's a similar situation. Yeah, I guess it is pretty similar. Yeah, because uh, same city. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't like it when Uber drivers try to make small talk. Uh, I will have like I like to talk to them about shit like. Strike up if, like any way that you strike up a natural conversation with a person, but there are some people I guess who push it in their life. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how to strike up a natural conversation with a person. Really? You seem like yeah. a pretty like charming, charismatic guy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> just bit, <laughs> just bit his lip at me. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. Yeah, this is probably somebody else. And now they're they're like, uh, all right, ah, man. So you like Austin? Like, yeah, I've lived here quite some time. Yeah, I live here too. <laughs> oh, for real? That's cool. Oh, so what do you do for fun? Uh, where are you heading tonight? I'm actually going to do stand-up uh, at a bar somewhere. And they're like, oh, man, that's cool. Uh, I got a cousin. He died uh, like a heroin overdose, uh, but he was a comic too. But he's like dead now. All right. Cool, man. <laughs> you ever been to Franklin Barbecue? Oh, yeah, a couple times. Dude, I love barbecue. It's like good and stuff. That's cool, man. Uh, thanks for, like, you know, giving me that recommendation. I've been there, though. <laughs> uh, so, like, what do you do for fun out here? Uh, stand up. I play music. Oh, cool. Like, what do you play? Guitar. Man, I love music. Nice. What kind of music do you play? I don't know, like, punk. I'm, like, super into EDM. You know what that is? Yeah, yeah. You know, it kind of is like, you know, like, stuff like, I like to party. You like to party, dude? Yeah. Cool, man. Me too. All right. We're here now. <laughs> is I feel like you, you ever talk to somebody who's actually on the spectrum and they like they don't know how to hold a conversation. They just watch movies and they're like, I guess this is how you talk to somebody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it's like. The, they, it's like the first 30 seconds of a job interview or something. You know? Yeah. Like, what are your hopes and dreams? And sh- yeah. Yeah. I, I used to have a manager who would like. Uh. He was like that with with movies, basically. He was a real nice guy, but, like, Mm -hmm. it was clear that, like, if you wanted to talk about something that wasn't movies, like, you were doing something that was hurting him directly. Like an egregious transgression. Like, you were doing an unnecessary harm to this man by changing the subject. You just needed to talk about Nicolas Cage for 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. There was a, a guy I worked with... Uh, he was a kitchen manager at the same restaurant I was talking about earlier. He uh, he always made like a lot of like like pedophile jokes, like not about pedophiles, but that like he was one. Awesome. And, and, yeah, and uh, he you know like like shitty like you know street jokes like uh, you know stuff like uh, hey why do you you know why do you fuck a thirteen year old in the shower? Oh Jesus Christ, man! I don't know. Like oh because. When their hair is wet, it makes them look like they're nine. Or what? It's just not even jokes. Just like yeah, just, just, you know, just shock humor shit. And anyway, um, one time, like I just had enough. I was like, hey man, I just uh, like because if the jokes would have been funny, I'd have been like, all right, maybe. But I told him one day, I was like, hey, can you just like stop with these? Because uh, like, 
uh, I don't really like stuff like this, man. It's just kind of annoying, too. Plus, I'm just trying to do my job. And he was like, oh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I'm just, just talking shit, you know, whatever. And then, like, three weeks later, I come to work, and he was just gone. And he was, like, a beloved kitchen manager. He was really good. Uh, he was kind of a creep, but he's good at his job. And I asked the general manager, I was like, uh, hey, Neil, uh, what happened to fucking Keith? Or whatever. And he was like, oh, yeah, man. So uh, he was, like, like straight up like a child molester. <laughs> and I was like, ha-ha. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty weird, right? And he was like, nah, so he was living, like, two streets down from here. And he didn't uh, tell all his neighbors that he was a diddler. And uh, then he, like, uh, like was in a chat room and, like, didn't go to... Anyway, he's fucked, man. He's back in prison. He's probably going to be there a minute. And I was like... So, like, he wasn't doing a bit, like, at all. <laughs> like, the whole, he was not even, like... It wasn't a joke to him. He was just like, this is the stuff I'm into. You like movies? Yeah. I'm, like, into, like, like kids and stuff. <laughs> like, I'm a... I'm kind of what you call like a like a real evil guy. Yeah, yeah, work, yeah, yeah. I'm like one of the worst people in the world, dude. But I'm just like <laughs> I'm hanging out, you know. Like, <laughs> and, and if you like knew who I was, you'd like probably try and kill me once we got off work. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, you'd choke. But like, <laughs> hey, bro, like, it's chilling. Yeah, that's one thing. Like, you you kind of got to keep an eye on. It's like I not not I'm not even the type to have like crazy boundaries with jokes it's just like yeah, I mean, yeah. It, when you when you when whenever someone picks like one thing mm-hmm. and it's their know? thing but it doesn't yeah work, you know like uh, i don't even again like if they were cl- like again the one i told you like it's not wasn't doing a stupid shitty bad joke example they weren't there was no pun there wasn't even a punchline it was just like shit like that where you're like you know it, it's just it's just creepy and weird like you know, like a little kid trying to tell a joke, like there was a chicken and he had a hat on, but it's just stuff for pedophiles or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, Which personally, I've never really been uh, into. It's never been my scene. Chickens or pedophiles? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird though. Like a lot of shit makes stuff like sense in hindsight. Like mm-hmm. after he, you know, I was told that he was gone, I started like thinking back and like, like a lot of restaurants, the hostesses were like, uh, like. You know, they're like kids, like, you know, it'd be like, like the bus boys were like, you know, 16, 17 year old kids, hostesses were like 16, 17 year old girls, whatever. And I would always see him, he's a kitchen manager, he's back of house, right? So he does not belong front of house or whatever. And when like it was slow, he would be up there and I would be like rolling silverware or whatever. And I would hear him, dude, he's like, yeah, I wrestled in high school. Um, I used to be able to bench, like I was benching like 275 at like 16. And this teenage girl's on her phone, like, yeah, this guy's brother, he's like 42 years old. And it's clear that he's, like, 42. And she's like, uh-huh. Yeah, that's cool. And he's like, man, you know, back in my day, I mean, you wrestle all state. Girls just can't get enough of that. They love the leotard. And he's, like, like leaning up against the host stand. Like, I guess, like, a guy in the 50s, like, a greaser. Yeah. Like, flipping a nickel and chewing on a toothpick. And at the time, I was like, all right, like, these guys just, he's just bored. And I'm not, I was barely listening, but in hindsight, I'm like, yeah, he was probably trying to, like, wrangle this... Like, like, he was trying to do the thing that he, like, went to prison. Yeah. No. No. Um, there's... Uh, usually if... If a, if a guy... Works at a restaurant and, uh... Is over the age of, I don't know, 20... 25, and he's not a... A cook. 
you know, or the or the owner, he's a he's a sexual predator, typically. Yeah. Uh, they, it's like. May I mean, yeah, maybe. I'm just saying this to be inflammatory. No, but I know. no, that, I was, I was no, gonna... but but um, no, there's it, it, harassment in restaurants is like, it's it's bad that it's so common that it's like never. It's like a joke. It's like an inside joke in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it, some some places I've seen. I've only worked at a few restaurants, mm-hmm. but I've literally never been somewhere where it wasn't happening. Yeah. Well, like, cause like bars are <clears throat> bars are bad because like obviously there's alcohol. People drink on the job. It's you know people buy shots at work. But like you know. Just like a, the whole HR wave in offices that like you can get fired for saying like you know like nice blouse or whatever. like you can get fired for like people get in trouble for all sorts of crazy shit. Ninety nine times of the time it's deserved, but like that never hit the food industry. I worked in places where like the girl bartender who's like clearly the best because she's pretty, she's in shape, she's funny or whatever. The barbacks are just like nice work today, handful of her ass and like. It's like, damn, you know, that that's just probably why you get all them Tim Sucks. You got a fast set of tits, bitch. You know, <laughs> like, speak yeah. like unreasonably vulgar. And, you know, the lady just has to be like, either they become callous and they're like, become one of the bros out of defense mechanism where they're like, yeah, uh huh. You know, and you're like, where's, like, is there a formal complaint? Yeah. Procedure? Because you know? usually, like, like, you go to, like, you try and go to, like, HR and it's like, yeah. The, the, the manager is just. Mm-hmm. Is one of the the guys? Yeah. Yeah. You complain to him, and it's like, oh, okay. You wouldn't suck on him. <laughs> uh, it's uh, yeah. I don't know. I do know what it is. I mean, the industry is just like it's just like drugs, and like it's a lot like, uh, dude. I remember again, like we were at a job site, and there was a. There was a scaff. There was a girl on the scaffold building contractor team, and uh, not a girl. It was just a grown woman, uh, but like she wasn't like a refinery girl. You know what I'm saying? Like she wasn't like a big old, you know, big old bitch. She was like a, you know, whatever, and uh, like big swollback. She was like a normal lady you'd see at the library or whatever. Every time I'd be in the truck or like I would be, and she would be like up there building. And this guy with me would be like, damn, I. I fucking drag my dick across broken glass just to sniff a chair she sat in. Hmm? And I'm like, dude, what the fuck did you just say to me? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you wouldn't tell me you'd, you'd love to get a piece of that? And I'm like, dude, it's six in the morning, and I've got a fucking impact wrench in my hand, and I'm hungover, and you're, that's, those are your thoughts? And the sun's not even up, man. Put your fucking dick on. <laughs> like, it is so early, and it's already 105 degrees. But the thing is, is we kind of talked about this before, if you don't, like, you're the weird guy for not playing into that, especially at, a, like, a blue-collar. Like, if you don't yeah. engage like, in, what are, like... What are you, you, you queer or something? Yeah, you, like, you, you bat for the other team. I see you wearing them skinny pants. It's like, nah, these are normal jeans uh, that just... Normal guys, yeah, they're just, they're just wranglers not, that are night sizes too big for me. Yeah, they're just not thirty-eight by thirty-six. You know, <laughs> cowboy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's the obviously like you know, there's there's a ton of, of like just extremely racist like epithets or whatever. And, yeah, and like, like what? 
Uh, no, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> I tried to make prank. some stuff that would be borderline, but I couldn't because all the stuff I heard. No, it's just it's just straight, straight up. It's just there's yeah, no there's no there's no beating around the bush. No, with that. there's nothing. No, and you know you like you'd be like you know just saying shit like damn you know like the forklift drivers are driving around. and the forklift drivers like you know any position on that job site there's a lot of Hispanic people and it's like man. I'd love to have me one of them lazy piece of shit jobs. All I fucking do all day is sit in a goddamn forklift, lift and lever, collect my fucking per diem, collect my overtime, and fucking get paid. But no, I do actual work. And the guy you're talking to, like, uh, drives fence posts. Or, like, it's not, that's a hard job. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, okay, get forklift certified and then drive one. It takes like an hour <laughs> to get forklift certified. It's not. Yeah. It not maybe like not completely, but like getting a warehouse forklift certification or whatever. Like it's not. Hard yeah, no, no. You can. I got some of my uh, certification in like fifteen minutes. I'm pretty sure yeah. for for now. It depends on the equipment. Sure, I can and, only drive and all that. I no one cares about this, but I was only ever certified to drive the ones in the like the shop forklift yeah. in the warehouse. Well, I drove one technically for quite a decent while without being certified because the company didn't care. But whenever I went to like a more official warehouse, uh, Mid Riders, I don't know if you'd. No, I never heard of them. Uh, it's like a. Maybe. It's I basically, guess. it's like a, a forklift, but um, it's like a pallet jack. But like on okay. But with I think like I know what it, you're about. like propane, the. They're fueled by propane tanks. Um, propane tank in the back. The ones we used weren't, but oh, okay. I th- think they probably have those. Mm-hmm. It's like uh the the two forks are in the back. And they don't go up super high. They just go high enough to pick up the pallets. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're but talking they, about. But they go pretty fast. So yeah, that's yeah. A, yeah. You told me you were drifting one one time, I think. Yeah, yeah. It was good times. They would... Uh, ours would always break down in the in the warehouse, and I would go in there to fix it. And uh, and I was like, what are y'all doing to this fucking thing? And they're like, oh, nothing. It's just a piece of shit, you know? And I'm like, it's like two years old. I'm like... I know this because the guy who was the mechanic, the original one here, said he was on the job site when they fucking bought it. And then one day I'm in there, and the fucking the the foreman, the for the warehouse, mm-hmm. has a big, way too big for this piece of machinery. Probably like I don't know, 800, 900 pound. This is a small fucking forklift. I don't even know what the fuck. Maybe it was like a thousand pound weight limit or something. But he would use it to push other large bot. Like it was a real wide thing. It was way super wide. The forks weren't wide enough. He would drive it fast and push other heavy boxes filled with like, you know, ten, twenty thousand dollars piece of equipment out of the way. He would just like, like chipping wood off. And I was like, okay, so that's why I'm in here every two weeks because you guys are playing like fucking GTA Five with this, <laughs> this like, yeah, that like, and you bitch at me because I'm not here quick enough to fix it and y'all can't stop being retarded. And they're like, hell, man, you don't got to talk to me like that. I'm like, what? <laughs> What? Like, just, it's, I'm sorry. Like, hey, there's like, no, need, no need to be angry about it. Yeah. No need to, I'm just a guy, I'm just a regular guy like you. Mm-hmm. I'm just a working class schmuck, you know, I'm just a. I'm a blue collar, I'm, hey, I got a family. I got kids to feed, man. Mm-hmm. I don't, <laughs> again, it's just another example of like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not saying that everybody that works in it, because I've met a lot of fucking, like, genuinely, like, smart, like, compassionate, like, good people in that industry, but, like, 
And again, there's this weird woke thing on the internet where it's like, actually, blue collar people in the South are are not as they're it's they're woke. They understand. And I'm like, okay, either you're lying for clout, or like, you never like have worked in the South at like a blue like maybe you did like I don't know like union so I don't know you're you're clearly lying because if you spend enough time you know 10-20% of them are like they're apolitical they don't give a shit but the rest are pretty fucked dude they're like vehement adamant like racist people and it's not I mean they're not they're not like boogaloo boys they're not out like AR-15s and shit at the capitol they're just they grew up in fucking south Texas and they, they just yeah yeah I think we talked about in the first episode the the Hispanic guy who makes like fifty five thousand dollars a year as like a you know like a warehouse foreman or like maybe a carpentry mm-hmm. guy, and suddenly he's like, yeah, I don't understand about you know, we got a MAGA, you know, can't be bringing them in. We got to shut her down. <laughs> like, yeah. No, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, that's just how things are. Uh, <laughs> it's good, you know. It's it's cool with me, honestly. I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm not really affected by it. Uh, I think we should. Uh, I'm gonna try and become one of those apolit- apolitical guys because I don't. I'm not gonna bother learning what um, what post left means. I don't I think that's just being a Republican if I understand. That's basically correctly. dude, I'm telling like as a person who for stupid ass reason it's just like uh what it is, at least the way that I see it on the internet, is like, okay, so you like a guy who gets into communism because it's cool and he wants to have some pussy. And then it becomes like Reddit or cringe or whatever, kinda like how atheism was. Mm-hmm. And so you're brilliant idea is to just mirror whatever like paleo conservatives are saying but like you're but you're like oh by the way I still read capital and shit and I'm like oh okay so you're just stupid like, no I, I was joking about the the apolitical thing because I think it's uh it's just it's such like a 90 IQ <laughs> yeah like thing like yeah dude like uh, honestly I, I had a, a former co-worker tell me this and then the boss there ended up like stealing like fifteen hundred dollars from him mm-hmm. but um he was like honestly dude like the way i see it so there's like two wings right like right wing and left wing it's the same bird <laughs> yeah yes so i'm just like a centrist you know like just right in the middle because that way like it's good good candidates either way mm-hmm. and i'm like Dude, honestly, like that's sick. Cause you're like the dumbest guy I've met in my I've whole life. My, my <laughs> like, like you are so stupid. The and guy I, at Cinnabon at the airport the other day, he was chewing. Uh, he was swishing the icing around in his mouth. That's his job. And his eyes are all fucked up, and he's about five two, four hundred pounds, and he can't read. And you are dumber than him. Yeah, like you, like I, I'm mad at you, but not for being stupid, but because your life is so much better it than has, mine. It has because. To because the things that like you get mad at are like um like you've like they switched up like the programming on like Cartoon Network mm-hmm. yeah like and the, you have to wait till like 9pm to watch Adventure Time now mm-hmm. I <laughs> the kind of guy who like Toyota Tacoma with a coexist sticker on it but it's faded and like a you know like a le- maybe like maybe like a legalized sticker I've found that apolitical guys, the only thing they're adamant about is, like, 
weed, and that's their whole, that's their entire like political understanding of the world, like political economy, like all that stuff. It's just that, and then like maybe the <laughs> they'll be like anti taxes, but not because like they think they're gonna be rich. But it's like I don't understand how taxes work, yeah. so maybe we should just get rid of them, and I won't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a it's not like thing. It's they. Like, it's not like it's like, hey man, bro, I have eight dollars. How about, like, dude, if there weren't taxes, I'd have, like, dude, like, probably $15. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, like, dude, I could buy, like, a, you know, a, a shirt, a Pink Floyd shirt, dude. Is the take that's, like, uh, because the minimum wage thing is back again because of the federal, like, mandate or whatever that they're working on, I guess. I've seen it so much, especially from guys back home. It's, like, $15 minimum wage. <laughs> yeah, brother. Enjoy that $9 carton of milk and them $22. A dollar carton of eggs and I'm like okay so let's the price of shit's just been going up forever anyway and the minimum wage has stayed the same yeah so that doesn't make and when you point that out to them they're like well it'll go higher if you gotta you see the gears yeah it's like turn like the spider webs <laughs> yeah it'll be like just some some guy who works at Chili's mm-hmm. yeah. he's like well, y'all have fun with that. <laughs> uh, it's like, how much do you make right now? He's like, uh, eight fifty, eight fifty an hour, uh, which is actually above minimum wage. It's like, well, would you rather have like sixteen an hour? Well, in a perfect world, yeah. It's like, hey, don't like a lot of people make that much, and they pay like, you know, like the same price you do, you know. Yeah. And he's like. Yeah, well, that's just how it works, you know. It, it's a different breed from the I'll be a millionaire one day guys. They're like a subsect of those guys where it's like, it's actually like it builds character and it's it's, it's a good, honorable thing to do. Me and my wife, Twainus, we work about 175 hours a week and we don't want no handout. We don't want no $15 minimum wage. We don't, we don't, we just, it's good for me to come home and throw my dog down the stairs. It's good for my wife to roll over on top of me and just like, hey, you know, let's let's get out. I want some tonight, and I just throw her through the fucking sheetrock. <laughs> even I, I'm just it's it is it, it is the mark of a Christian man, a strong man, principles to be at a fucking Applebee's at 1:30 in the morning. Card get declined on six one dollar Long Island iced teas. And I just take a fucking butter knife and jam it into the guy next to me's neck, fucking ring that cocksucker around, because that, that's what the Boston Tea Party was about, brother. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and you're like, dude, you know that, like, like the buying power of the minimum minimum wage is like $6. It's not even seven twenty-five. I don't really particularly... This is when <laughs> you push them on anything, and then that's when they're like, yeah, yeah I don't care about politics. And I'm like, you just... <laughs> You seem yeah. to have quite a bit of an understanding of something, at least. Yeah, it's uh, I, I I just enjoy like the idea that, um, I mean, people just accept that the quality of their life is not going to get any better, and I think yeah. that's kind of admirable. It's, it's like, man, honestly, like, you know, you you talk about you know, minimum wage, health care, all that, mm-hmm. but like my uncle literally built his business from nothing mm-hmm. he used to work uh, at a different job before the job he has now 
He didn't go to college. He wasn't... His parents weren't millionaires. Mm -hmm. But now, he... He, dude, he's got a boat and a beautiful wife, beautiful house, two-story. Two-story. And you're, t you're, you're telling me, you're telling me that I, t I deserve even the ground I stand on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's this, you know, there's another, like an aspect, uh, something, like I hear this from my mom and I, a lot of people where you're like you know the, talking about like universal health care or like minimum wage increase or any 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 program that like 99% of the western world has and like a lot yeah. of countries that are like developing whatever. anyway uh, like well somebody's paying for that who's paying for it and I'm like you are not because you make $38,000 a year uh, laying concrete you're not paying for it man so why are you, like, defending people who would be? They don't care about you. They spit at the idea of shaking your hand. And they're like, no, no, somebody's paying for that, and I'll be damned if I let some fucking welfare queen take my hard-earned cash. It's like, they're not, they don't. Most of your tax money goes to, like, building, like, child murder machines and shit. They don't, but again, you push back on any of that shit these people and they're like I don't really my dad's like this you push back on him he's like man I don't know fucking shit I just don't like it and I'm like okay I respect that way more than like trying yeah. to make an honest point out of something yeah. that's just not true I, uh, that's why everybody needs a YouTube channel mm -hmm. yes everyone needs a YouTube channel about like what the country used to stand for where you could get yeah. you could get a degree from a community college and then you could manage a McDonald's and retire with $48 million in your checking account yeah. at like 40 years old. I, uh, I, uh, go, uh, yeah, uh-huh, let's hear it. Mm -hmm. I think it would be so awesome to be just one of those guys who worked at a, like one of the asbestos factories. I think that's the best, best case scenario if you had like a job in the 60s. Yeah. That you had an incredible pension and everything. You work for like 25 years mm -hmm. and then your lungs break down. And then like you die really young. And then your family gets like $900,000. Yeah. Because you accidentally worked in uh, a, you know, a factor, factory setting that makes Chernobyl look like... State-of-the-art like, like medical a, facility. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, you just go to work every day, and you know you come back, and your car is glowing. When I was in, and, when I was, I was on seventy-one. Uh, I had, I had never been rear-ended before. I always did the rear-ending because I was like a shit. Driver. Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah, I bet. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, got him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! You called me, call me tonight at like three in the morning. You're like, "Hey, do you remember when I got you?" <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Wait, I get rear-ended. Re this like, uh, it's like sort of girl steps out. She's at this like Audi SUV, and she's like, "Oh my god!" I said, "Yeah." And then I got a check. You know, obviously her fault, dude. I got a check for like twelve hundred dollars. But all that happened was she just clipped my tail light. Check, she mm -hmm. swerved, but still, like, knocked my toilet out. So all I did, of course, was, like, 
Insurance paid for it. Well, they paid for like the shop things, but I just got a new tail light from AutoZone and just placed myself. It's not hard. And then after that, dude, I was like, I would have moments where I was so broke that I was like, man, I want to get rear-ended today. <laughs> like, I want to get fucking like not something where I'm like fucked up, but like it's a rainy day. You know, I just hit those brakes a little too hard, and somebody just fucking it's something I can fix. By the way, I don't want any body damage or chassis damage or frame damage that would require like going to a dealership i just want like my bumper pops off i'm just gonna get a junkyard bumper fucking you know glue that some bitch on clamp it on and then i'll just pocket the rest and then you know i have a subsequent thought it's like am i really like begging the universe to get hit by a fucking car <laughs> like, in this, like am i yeah. what like is this how bad it is and it's like i i no i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna play the lottery or i'm not gonna like invest money or like learn to be good with it. I just want to get hit, like by a truck, preferably like an eighteen wheeler with a guy who's like drunk or driving, you know, past yeah. his logbook hours. Yeah, like his his license got suspended or something, and it's he's gonna like go to prison for it. But it's gonna you're gonna get like eighteen thousand dollars. Yeah, like uh, uh, my buddy, one of my best friends, worked for a paralegal like law firm one like for a long time. And, it was a personal injury law firm, and I was like, hey, man, um, just curious, like, you know, I know you can't probably tell the details, but uh, what is, like, the average settlement? He's like, I'll tell you as much as you want to know. He's like, I just worked on a case. Uh, somebody got paid out $9 million. And I was like, oh. He's like, yeah, they can't walk no more or talk even, uh, and, like, they're paralyzed from the neck down, and uh, it's like a 21-year-old kid. He's fucked, but... He's got $9 million in the bank. And I was like, again, my intuitive knee-jerk thought was like, dude, that rocks. <laughs> <laughs> just like, man, dude, that fucking, he's set. And then, of course, you know, like my roommate's still talking to me. He's like, I need you to understand because he saw where my eyes just glazed over. <laughs> he's yeah. like, this kid's life is over. Like, he's a, he's essentially like, he's going to have to have his ass wiped for him for the rest of his life. But my, all my all I heard was like, dude, nine million. Yeah, I'm sold. Like I'm break checking every big rig, like on the fucking freeway. Like, yeah. let's get him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, it's like, what would need to happen for me to get nine dollars? Because that's I could go to Whataburger. How about a guy who drives a truck um, punches me in the face mm-hmm. while he's not driving over a minor and for some yes, and then. Like another guy just hands me. Basically, folks, if you're like, out there and you're from Houston, Texas, or, or Austin, Texas, or anywhere in between, and uh, you see me on the road, uh, rear end me. Uh, your insurance yeah. is going to pay for it. Maybe your premium hey. will go up a little bit, but uh, I could use like an extra two or three grand right now. Boys, uh, fellas, if you're out there, I'll get jumped by three people for five hundred bucks. No question. Mm-hmm. No questions asked. Yeah. Yeah. None. I don't. I don't care when you stop kicking me. Yeah. Five hundred bucks. That'll do it. Five hundred. Five hundred. And I won't even because here's the thing. I'll go to the ER. Won't pay the medical bill. Medical bill. They can just charge it to my. They just send it to yeah. patients. Don't care. Now I'm assuming this is a bit of a gamble too. Because mm-hmm. if you invite somebody to jump you, it's either going to be the worst beating you've had in your life. Yeah. By far. Holding your ribs. Or the gent. Or or they're going to be like hesitant the whole time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it's, if you were to go on Twitter. Uh, like, I guess, if we, if you or me were to post, like, uh, hey, uh, three people, you uh, you guys come up with $500 between the three of you, and 
for a minute, y'all can do me. You can beat the dog. What? Me. You can do me dirty. Pause. No, like you can pause. No, you whoop my ass. Uh, Five hundred bucks. It's either gonna be like three guys who haven't seen the sun and like. They, yeah, they it's like you ex you feet. accidentally win. Yeah, or it's <laughs> gonna be like, you know, the guys who follow you for like the the fitness stuff, and they're like, like power lifters, or like maybe they're like, yeah, or whatever, and they're, they're or just gonna, there's some of the they're just gonna some be. of the freaks that are like six eight, mm-hmm. four hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah, like uh, I guess prepper guys that are like yeah. be the dog followers or whatever, and you just get your shit absolutely fucking stomped the fuck out for something that's like not even. It's like a car payment for like a nice, like yeah. <clears throat> How about hey, let's up the ante. Mm-hmm. Two thousand dollars, you guys can actually fight us in a five on two. Five on two. Yeah, actually, you know what's fucked up is, is that I guarantee you, in between like our collective maybe thirty, forty three, forty four thousand followers or whatever, that there's a. You could probably put that out, and you probably would get a DM at least within a couple of weeks. Like, are you for real? Like, because I can get, like, where are you at? Your Fort Worth? Okay, so let me round up some guys. We're two grand between us, and you say a minute. Five on two. Yeah. All right, well, you know. I could see it, like, manifesting itself and us doing it as a joke, and then... And then, like, somebody gets hurt. Yeah, yeah like, you know, probably one of us, uh, but, you know... Uh, well, if, if if one of the other people got hurt, it wouldn't be in, like, a cool way. No. Like, you throw a haymaker, it would be like they have, like, a, a brain condition already, yeah. and they get knocked on the back of their head, and it just pops like a, just like, a like an old paintball. Yeah. Uh, or, like, uh, everybody just... I would imagine what would really happen is everyone would just get gassed in, like, 15 seconds, and then they just, like... Yeah. Anybody we used to... It? <laughs> I do. We used to have this kid at our school who had had brain surgery when he was a kid. And he'd always participate in these backyard fights. And it was always really funny. Because <laughs> we just punched him in the back of the head. It was super easy. <laughs> we would do the same. He, was, he was out, dude. It could so kill him. Were you, were you one of the kids that, like, <laughs> the coolest hangout for you was, like, 8th or ninth grade, like... You know, friend's backyard, like maybe you steal a Marlboro light from your dad in one course and y'all just beat the dog shit out of each other? Uh, I was never directly involved in that. Oh, okay. I was, that was, for the most part, it was Mexican kids who I was friends with at school, Mm -hmm. but I had like kind of stricter parents, so I couldn't like hang out with them outside of school. And then as I got older, it was like more the burnouts. Yeah. And they did that for a little bit, Mm -hmm. and then it was like, dude, we are. 17 years old and somehow too arthritic to continue doing yeah, this. Yeah, we would, we would uh, like somebody's parents would go out of town and then like we would have a party but the date, like so if we had a party on a Saturday, Friday was like fight night or whatever. Because this was the golden age of the UFC 2010, 2011, 2009 and we would just get a bunch of shitty stimmy Reggie and like a fucking 30 rack of Keystone and we would do like uh like because I had been training in boxing for like mm-hmm. four months, of course I was like the the all time referee or like the all like maybe you know I was just everybody was like oh let, let let's do like me and Jake let me and you go whatever 
anyway, uh, I wasn't any good, but it's like I was the only guy who like tried, I guess. But anyway, yeah. we would uh, like we would beat the fuck out of each other, dude, like bad. And with like, gloves or uh, with like okay, that's about yeah. So I had I had legit ass like I had uh, saved up like money from selling Adderall to get like a pair of really nice like like four ounce like the UFC type gloves or mixed martial arts gloves. Mm-hmm. And but the other set of gloves we had, they weren't gloves. They were like lifting gloves, like they just had that thin layer of like gel mm-hmm. kind of, and then the hands are like the plastic. It was just like like the shit you deadlift with or whatever. You know what I'm talking about. And so there was no padding on those things, and those motherfuckers were like, I would use mine, and I'm like, oh, I have the legit gloves. These are legit. I was doing way less damage to my opponent. Simply because there is, they they are meant to protect your hand and to some extent their face, and this guy's swinging like a like half an inch layer of gel and plastic as hard as he possibly can, like right into my fucking nose. And we would do that for like five six hours, well into three in the morning, and just wake up and go back home. And every one of our parents was like, "I needed an explanation." <laughs> like all of you yeah. are like. Like ribs bruised, face like fucking noses busted up, you know. And no one has any money, so it's like okay, like if one of our if we would have broken a jaw or like had cracked an orbital, like you just had to walk around that way, I guess. You know, like yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was like a big thing, like in, in in my neighborhood. That and like airsoft gun battles, like mm-hmm. the the kids that had like a like one kid during Christmas would get one, and then like. And another kid, and so we would all like switch off, and ended up doing like I guess like mixed martial arts slash like airsoft mm-hmm. gun wars. I guess we all thought we were like Delta Force or something, and we're just tier one operators, but we're like 16 years old, hopped up on shitty weed and like Adderall that I was selling to everybody. Yeah, now I uh, I did a, uh, just a few like backyard fights ever. Yeah, and it was. I, I, I wouldn't say I was ever like, uh, you know, the Mike Tyson of that. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes you just you're against a guy who is six five, mm-hmm. and you just you just hey, I'll tell you right now, you lose that one yeah. about ninety five percent of the time if you don't have the reach. Yeah, like no, you just was, lose it again. That was like a like going back to how I said before. Like I would be like one of the like somebody a friend of a friend like you know. Uh, it, one of those kids at 16 years old who's like full beard, 6'2", putting up like 280. He's like a, probably like a you know varsity linebacker or whatever. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends who would never be the guy that would ever fight him, he would just film it on a shitty Motorola razor or whatever, be like, "Yo, Jake's like a really good boxer. He's like Golden Gloves, dude. Like y'all should y'all should y'all should squab." And I'm like, "What are you doing? Like I have been boxing for four months. By the way, I'm not training every day. I smoke weed and go like once or twice a week." But no, the it, the trap had already been set. The guy's like, "Oh yeah, no, me and you, man. I wanna, I wanna go up against this guy. Like, you know, I just wanna see see what I can do, you know." And I'm like, "Again, this guy lied to you. You're gonna knock me out." And again, it's kind of like the video game thing from earlier. Oh man, you're just you're probably like fucking like one of the best. You're probably gonna be like a trained champion one day. No, yeah, you're not listening to me. I'm not humble bragging, and I'm not selling myself short. I am not good at fighting. Water, like, <laughs> and he's like, oh, and anyway, you know, you get a little drunk and you're like, all right, maybe I am good. You know, maybe I was selling myself short and like tap the gloves. Somebody's got a ding, ding, ding emote like thing on their eye touch and they hit it. And then like 
you know, I'm trying, and then he just clocks me with a fucking, like, drunken T-ball umpire, like, over, and I just fucking go out. And everyone's like, damn, Jake does suck. And I was like, I told you all this. <laughs> you all, you were the <laughs> yeah. ones lying to this big guy saying that I was, like, going to be in the Olympics or something. Like, why would you? <laughs> now, I'm the fool, but I didn't sign up to be one. Yeah. What was always really fun for me is if there was ever boxing going on and people were like, oh, yeah, you know, T- Thomas says Taekwondo. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, that actually doesn't matter. I'm not exaggerating. That doesn't translate whatsoever except for maybe footwork a little bit. Yeah. Like not even not even head work. Just getting because offline. Getting you, off center. Be, be, yeah, yeah. Because you don't even... Um, you don't do head work the same for a roundhouse coming at your temple. No, you don't. Because it no, because it doesn't require as much head work. No, it doesn't require like a lot of yeah. slipping and dodging and the yeah, yeah. Is totally and then boxing. Yeah, boxing is just like I don't want to say it's more skilled, but it's in some ways it's it a is. Science too. It's a sweet yeah. Like there's yeah. I mean, there's the same thing for taekwondo, but it's just two completely yeah, different. You don't, I was trying to explain this to. I don't know, a couple people, it's like, when you go up against a boxer and you're, like, mostly a leg guy, both of you guys have, like, uh, different advantages and disadvantages over one each other. Insofar as the dodging and slipping you learn in boxing does not translate to a guy who can kick you in the head. You cannot, like, do this if a guy can just kick you in your fucking head. Same thing goes, it's like, if you're a Taekwondo guy, well, you're not expecting a dude to, like, bum rush you and close off your, your weapons and mm-hmm. just beat the fuck out of you at close range. Yeah. For like three that's minutes straight. Yeah. It's like point sparring, I think, right? Like yeah. It's like UFC, I've never done it. I know I'd be terrible. Mm-hmm. First of all, because now I'm fat and out of shape. Yeah. But also, like, I, I don't have any grappling in my repertoire, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. once I'm on the ground. So I'm, you get me on the ground, you get me in a good hold, I'm out. Yeah. But that was something. I might, I might get, I might get you in the ribs or something on my way down, but that's about it. That's another one of those things, too, where, like, uh, a lot of guys, like, like some of the Joe Rogan guys who's obsessed with Joe Rogan and I've met some people who are pretty good at jiu-jitsu that they buy into this idea that Brazilian jiu-jitsu is like a superpower and it's like you can be 130 and you can go up against a fucking power lifter but if, you, if you're smart enough you can make that dude your bitch you can fucking tap him out like 10 times in 2 minutes and I'm like okay so I know that you have actually never done jiu-jitsu in your whole life because you probably just watched them on YouTube and, like, maybe you've grappled your friends drunk and got them in a good half hour. That's not true, dude. There are some people who are... There's a reason that, like, really good, like, black belts, a lot of times, they're either, like, uh, you know, like, uh, stocky, muscular guys. They're, like... Oh, they're long, lanky dudes. It's, like, strength matters, like, quite a bit. Like, obviously... If, yeah, if you're it's a, quite if, important. If you're a skilled guy and you're going up against, like, you know, a fat idiot who has no stamina and actual strength, he's just fat, you're probably going to be fine. But if you're going up against a dude who, like, can bench press, like, 315, I don't give a fuck how good you are, dude. Unless you're, like, Royce Gracie or one of the originals, like, you're going to get your shit worked over because they're, like, they can just pick you up and, like, slam you into the fucking dirt. It doesn't work that way. But all these guys are like, no, man, no, you get me up against a guy, I don't care how big he is, I'm breaking that arm. It's like, okay, I've grappled with newbies quite a few times in all, many years I've been doing jiu-jitsu that are like, uh, you, like they lift like they're guys who are in incredible mm-hmm. shape um, you know, they're like uh, you know, they're just they just lift a lot, they're super strong they're, you know, super fit, 
and I've and I'm not a small guy by any stretch of the words, but I'm I'm cranking on an arm, and they literally just fucking like, like they don't they they just it they're they're too fucking strong. So and I'm okay at jiu-jitsu, so like you're it's bullshit. This is stupid. Yeah. It but it's like again it's like the oh martial arts are superpower they're magic. No, dude, like not at all. Now if you're a swole dude and you're good at martial arts, yeah, you're pretty fucking scary. But like, you know, it's you can't be like a good jiu-jitsu guy and also like. 110 pounds it's stupid yeah well uh, I uh, thank you for li- <laughs> thanks for listening yeah thanks to, uh, thanks for checking in yeah thanks for checking in on this this is the, the free episode yeah, correct and, uh, so if you're listening uh, I got some really good news we actually y- you're probably thinking this was the best episode mm-hmm. Super of any podcast yeah. I've ever heard, and I want to give these guys at least five dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I've got some good news. You can. Me and Jake are doing premium episodes mm-hmm. on we Patreon. Uh, five dollars a month. Patreon.com/slash/pendejo time. Five bucks a month gets you access to as many as eight episodes in the backlog, um, and uh, plenty more premium stuff. And uh, I don't know, maybe we might. Do a shirt or something in like seven, hey, maybe someday seven months. Uh, anyway, folks, yeah. um, thanks for listening. And it's uh, been real. See ya, Off Wiederson. Bye bye. Bye bye.